All right. <clears throat> do you want to officially start? <clears throat> well, I think we, no. I mean, you, you can do the do the beginning stuff, and then um, Mike, we have a we have an elephant in the room. We yeah, have to address we'll, it. Uh, so, so we'll 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 start officially <sighs> now. I know. I'm a little. I'm a, I'm a little nervous, but well, uh, we'll we'll get there. Okay. Uh, this is uh, guys. I want to tell you what you're listening to, but I, I will say this in the front end. I didn't know that I would be 46 years old and embroiled in an imaginary wooden dildo controversy mm. yeah. that has Deep into it. Yep. No rocked my it. world and has brought potential legal ramifications. Yep. Literal I ramifications. Never would have predicted this. If you would have asked me 12 years ago, Mike, what would your life be like in 12 years? That would not have made the list. Yeah, if you were to ask me 40 years ago, would you be here today? I would have said yes, but I would not have known <laughs> why. <laughs> oh, guys, you're listening to the Off the Cuff Show, one of the podcasts on the Failure to Stop uh, family of podcasts. Uh, myself and my cohort here, Dave, we cover law enforcement related news. We go out and we patrol the internet so that you don't have to. We, we risk our very mental sanity mm. f- to bring you cutting-edge law enforcement news, and we pull the headlines out, we read them, we talk about them all off the cuff. We have Even no preparation. Even if we have to make it out. Up. We literally put no effort into this show for you guys. So uh, <laughs> that, if, that is, if that is encouraging to you, <laughs> then so be it. <laughs> if you want to laugh, love, live, well. <laughs> yes, that's, this is the show for you. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe if you kind of have that stuff in your house, you might not like this show. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, they would. We'll see. Uh, anyway, if if you like the show, you can support us by... go. We, this one isn't live on YouTube, but you can watch the Failure to Stop YouTube channel. Subscribe there. You can uh, add this show to the Apple Podcast or Spotify by hitting the plus button so it kind of like automatically sends the episodes to you. You can go to failuretostop.com, grab merch. You can buy a ghost bed. They're our flagship sponsor for the, for the shows. Uh, so ghostbed.com and you can use code Wolfpack to save. Code Wolfpack. How much do you save on that? 35%. What? 35%. And last night, my ghost bed, it was me on one end, wife on the other, uh, grandkid in the middle, just living living his best sleeping life, rolling Man. all over the place. He had he had the lion's share of the king bed space. <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice to have a bed that size to where he can roll around and do kids sleep things where he's kicking and turning sideways and whatever else and it doesn't have to impact my uh, my sleep so ghost bed for the win and king size for the win <laughs> one and oh one and oh so uh that is how you can support the show uh yeah and that i think covers the the sponsorship stuff i think all right well, do we deal with the drama before we get to the news? Can we just do a quick update? I would. Yeah, I would appreciate that. All right. An update. Um, and, and let's just say that it's interesting to me that uh, as we do this show, time and time again, risking our butts. Um, that who knew, again, we would be risking our butts in a whole different way. However, yes, I can tell you this. So you remember that uh, article that I read 
uh, last week about uh, Piper Lewis, the 15-year-old at the time. Yes, that, that had to pay her, pay her, pay her rapist dollars. family. Yeah. Uh, my lovely uh, boyfriend, Greg. Mm. Yep. Uh, you guys are still together, me. even after the brief separation from you know. your department. Yes, uh, we 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 lunch we brunch every Thursday. Oh. Um, yeah, we break bread together. We also eat too. <laughs> so <laughs> the Des Moines I, the Des Moines uh, Register online edition says uh, the article's Piper Lewis GoFundMe reaches five hundred thousand dollars. She must nice. be one hundred fifty thousand to estate of accused uh, rapist she killed. So I'm I haven't read the article. But he sent that to me. And uh, just so you know, it has reached five hundred thousand dollars. Yes, and so you know well, that good family for her. is like going, "Fuck!" They're so fucking mad about that. They'll get their hundred fifty thousand, but they'll blow through that. I hope she drew penises on every one of the bills that were sent oh, to them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And made Jerks. funny faces like on uh, yeah, put Benjamin like, Franklin's face. Is he? Yeah, is, like put a, a mustache is that a, on What's him? a Benjamin? What is a what's a hundred dollar bill? I don't even I don't even know to be honest with you. I wouldn't know nowadays. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know who's on the face of bill and Benjamins. Is that what it is? It's gotta be is Ben it? Franklin. Yeah, is that where the phrase comes yeah, from? I right? think so. <laughs> Benjamins, brah. Benjamins, brah. Yeah. So that Link. was the update. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm I'm really happy that that worked out uh, that way. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> All right, guys. Do I just dive into the message and then oh, give yeah. the background? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, or yeah. or do I give oh, yeah, the yeah. background? Give a, little, give a little bit of a background and then and then we'll go into this because I think we need to we need to yeah, we need to address this. Okay. So on last week's show, uh, and to be honest with you, I didn't go back and listen to it. I, I don't <laughs> I don't go back and listen to shows. I I have very, very early on I would do that just to see like, oh, what do I what do I think about this? But now I lived it. I don't need to relive it again. That's true. <laughs> like I've been there. And I so, and I do listen to it um back every once in a while, probably one every ten or twenty shows. Just because Joyce will want to hear it. Yeah. You know, she's like, I'll put it on. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, and I'll yeah. put it on and then I'll laugh all over again. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I cannot help myself. <laughs> so. we're, we think we're the funniest guys on the planet. So oh, God, yes. <laughs> um <laughs> so speaking of funny last week now I so I don't know what made it onto the show or not even after these messages you would think I might be inclined to go back and figure it out but I wasn't <laughs> that's true you were not honestly I just got too much going on to care but uh I <laughs> last week I was welcoming people into the chat all right so there's there's <laughs> There's start to make me laugh. All <laughs> there's two different. And how pe- dumb this started. I know. There's two different kinds of people in the chat on these shows, like this one and Last Call. We don't do live. We only do it for members. Like they get to, we hang out with you guys a little bit before the the official show starts or whatever. Like, and we like having you guys in the chat, having input, seeing you guys go back and forth, laughing at what we're saying. It's like real time feedback. It's awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I can see in the chat, you guys get like these special icons when you're members of the channel. However, we did have some people 
who were like grandfathered in for the Discord that are not paying members, but they still get access to this because they're grandfathered in from the Discord. It's like, okay, cool. Well, last week I was just welcoming people in the chat. I was like, oh, so-and-so is here. And oh, hey, hey there's so-and-so. And then I saw a name and I was like, oh, and I read it and I was like, oh, MK Lone Star Handcraft or Handcrafted. And I was like, well, don't leave us hanging. What, what do you handcraft? Like what, what do you, what is it? What do you do? What do you do? What do you handcraft? And let the record reflect. I was given no answer. (laughs) That's true. You were given. I was given no answer. I was left only to guess. That was it. I had no choice. And so, and so we guessed. We my said, best what guess. If? My best guess was to imagine that whatever that is would, of course, make wooden dildos. Right. Because you see, handcrafted. I think that was your suggestion. Actually, I don't even think I said that. I think you did, and I just went with it. Well, I but said, I don't "What remember. if?" Right. I mean, why? You know. Our they, brains operate know, so similarly. Could. It could have been either of us. I don't know. Been. You could have said it while I was thinking it. I don't know. But <laughs> so um, uh, Teresa did say they did answer after. So. Well, we don't read the size there. We can't like, oh, always she read said, the size. So. She, oh, she did confirm. Dave said it first. See, this is why we need the chat. Well. Now, Teresa also says some laughing faces. So you're saying that MK Lone Star put laughing faces after we said oh man wooden dildos because that thickens the plot immensely immensely we i need to know this you know i think i saved the show (laughs) oh she said yes oh my god is it drew breezy isn't george washington the founding father of wooden dillies (laughs) i believe Oh my God! Washington wooden dillies, proudly manufactured in Philadelphia since 1774. <laughs> they come with a set of wooden teeth. <laughs> for when out. for when you want to bite down on your dilly. <laughs> dilly. What the heck? Okay. <clears throat> anyway, dude. So that. Teresa a lot of plots, makes says. an excellent case for the defense here in that if indeed I can find a replay of laughing emojis at the joke, then we are in the clear. Otherwise, we're going down. Otherwise, <laughs> it's, it's they're going to take this show for every ghost bed we've got. <laughs> All right. So that's what happened, right? Oh, then they said they make soaps and lotions. Yes, they're they're a member. Yeah, they were a member. <clears throat> so here's another assumption. Yeah, I don't remember that, that but I remember that I remember the there was a see we, we go off. I didn't a see lot the of comments the, of because the comments, you know, we don't what I mean? so see if, if every comment. We, don't we see could everyone. if we stared at them, but like we're doing the show too. And I don't remember every comment like right now. Like I won't remember it in, in three minutes of every single comment. I'll remember the wooden dillies one for a while. But oh, not yeah. every comment. So anyway, <laughs> go so if if you got a member of this show, if anybody has listened to this show, not ju- not just me and Dave, me and Eric, Eric and anybody for crying out loud, Eric is a terrible human being. He is. Um, yeah, he's awful. 
<laughs> then you know you're gonna you're probably gonna hear some things that might be offensive. Like I've literally criticized fat people on airplanes. Okay, some people might be offended by that. I said buy buy another seat and stop being fat. So, you did say that. Yeah, I've said that. I'm on record. If you're yeah. fat, you should stop it. Okay, so like I. I don't I I'm gonna say some things that are offensive to people that's part I mean it yeah, comes I feel like it comes I'm I'm sorry with the that, show yeah I mean there's just gonna be some there might be some light petting but there also might be some light jokes I don't know Every, everybody thinks things are funny until it's about them fuck yes <laughs> fuck yes oh my God, so yes. <clears throat> here I am thinking we just had another good show no problem. Nailed it. Nailed it. Boy, wasn't that wooden dildo piece and about splinters, wasn't that funny? That was and a really who, funny thing. And who knew that the only people that would lose sleep over it would be them? Because yeah, they were seething. Yeah. So then I mean, I we're get, talking seething. We get this message. Now I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you guys Oh, Teresa dude, how the heck Ter- Teresa's well, on Somebody it, is like that's kind of scary. Does, how does she not have our job? She She's sent you a more. screenshot of the chat. What the heck, man, bro? I never want to go up in a legal battle against Teresa. Dang, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what are you What are you doing on the <laughs> December eighth <laughs> at nine a.m. at Thirty Six District Court? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we get this. This is on the screen here, and I'm going to read the message to you because obviously a lot of you guys are are not watching the show. In fact, very few of you are. There's only seven of us in here. All right. So I get this message on Instagram from MK Lone Star Handcrafted. Uh, And I'm reading it verbatim and it is on the screen. I had hoped that the off the cuff podcast would not reflect full recordings from Saturday morning and all comments related to MK Lone Star Handcrafted would have been removed. I was very disheartened to hear all the comments once again when I listened to number when I listened on Spotify. No, I had not left the show, but instead, I sat in disbelief that a man who calls himself a Christian could even remotely say such rude things about a person's company, knowing full well me? it could cause I don't know, it could cause negative consequences for that company. I am requesting that an apology be made and that you straighten out exactly what type of products that I do make especially since some of some are directly in support of LEOs and first responders. You can find all my products here so you can familiarize yourself with what I make and what I do not make. Okay, that's that's the message. Which is wooden dildos. <laughs> Clearly, because everybody thought that you made wooden dildos. Everybody, everybody thought instantly, wow, I've been waiting for a company that would splinter my butthole or vagina. I hope I it's smooth. I hope company. it's really smooth. I hope there's a good sheen on that bad boy because a lacquer. Yeah, I hope they really double lacquer that thing. Um, <laughs> I I do not like my labia unlacquered. Um, Christians know body parts too. Okay, it's a biological reality. It's Labias true. are real. Christian is true. Okay, so. I gotta check. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause, I'm gonna pause my reading and look at the chats. It's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Pierre uh, Lizzie, like asking, like, what company Bo- is Bone Cold Austin is talking about giving somebody a ticket on a traffic stop. I don't know what's going on. All right. Um, so the second message is, I honestly do not want to get my attorney involved. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, what? <laughs> but my husband has made it very clear that anything other than an apology, anything other than an apology. Read it one more time. Anything, anything other than an apology will result in getting our attorneys involved for slander and defamation. <laughs> I was going to patronize. <laughs> but when I learned they make wooden dildos, I'm going to find another Etsy shop. Dude, I'm telling you, it's gold out here today, guys. <clears throat> My response, well, of course, after sending this to Dave, is, uh, re- really? <laughs> LOL, wow. <laughs> Which I, I, there's no really way to drip sarcasm, I suppose, in a response. I said, yeah, I'll tell people what you make <laughs> on the show tomorrow. <laughs> but this was like Wednesday, and I was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking by saying tomorrow. I was just thinking, oh, last call's tomorrow. And then I'm like, wait a second, I'm not on last call. And then I was like, we'll talk. And then, I, oh, so well, I can I can go on. So message three, let's see, put that on there. I, I'm, I can't read the screen. So, uh, oh, and I said, and I welcome your attorney's review of the show because I am very aware of the words and their meanings of slander and defamation. So I would love for any attorney mm. that uh, that would think this qualifies as either of those to review to review the show. I went on again that say, I mean, Friday show. I'm not on Thursday show. <laughs> and then I like I'm, how you had to explain that to you. <laughs> and then and then Dave reminded me, no, our show is on Saturdays, which is actually Mondays when it comes out. It's very confusing. So uh, I ended up saying, well, it'll be Saturday's Saturday show anyway. But she said, thank you for understanding. TBH. I think the kids mean, to be honest, there would be a major fight between my husband and me over going to the attorneys because I am the one who supports and listens to all the shows since he hates podcasts. I know he is trying to be the gallant hero and protect what I've worked to build, but I would rather things work out without attorneys. Me too, since I don't have one. You never know, one day, I may be as big as another soap company, whose name I refuse to mention, and I can be a sponsor on the show. However, that is definitely far in the future. Yes, I realized you meant Friday. And then I think I said, I don't have the screenshots of this one. I think I said, uh, it'll be Saturday since it was it's Dave not, and I. And she said, yes, that makes sense. So It's not in like the that. future that she b- might be a sponsor of the show. It's impossible if she shuts us down, Mike. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, Drew Breezy, make sure that uh, your attorney hits that notification bell. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you wouldn't mind him leaving a, a review, uh, we would certainly... <laughs> So uh, I am clearly deeply apologetic about the wooden dilly thing and making it. uh, (laughs) You can't even make it serious. Imagining I am. I don't know what I was thinking on a show based on a mix of 
of reality and humor. I don't know what I was possibly thinking by making mm. a joke. Like by saying by saying what if and then kind of going off on an imaginary tangent. I didn't realize how my imagination that isn't rooted at all in reality um can cross into the real world as slander and defamation. And I should know better. I should know when when inside my imagination I have offended someone and divert immediately. So the I hope this controversy can be put behind us. Mm. And if you're open for new products, I do suggest wooden dill wooden dillies. It is perhaps you could I don't know the I don't know the mechanics in soap making. It's possible that some type of lubrication could be melted into the bar of soap, which could be then applied to a wooden dilly and mm, thereby yeah. reducing the number of splinters. I don't know about this world. It's not my business. Can I ask a question? And I'm here. so what? lost because I'm in the imaginary wooden dildo world and in the real world of soaps. So I, 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 trying to cross between these two worlds is, is tough. Because I'm not in Karen's head here, I have to imagine. Um, is she is she afraid that um, that people are going to rush to her Etsy page uh, with the attempt to buy wooden dildos? Like, like is it going to overload her page? Is she worried about overloading her page with requests for wooden dildos, and that's what she doesn't like, or does she think that? That people actually would think that she makes wooden dildos. <laughs> I, I guess sure. I don't know. That's why I want to know because I think it's important. Because if you're going to apologize, which I'm I did sorry apologize too, I am, and I'm apologizing too. I did apologize because um, I don't want that. that smoke. She's so sensitive. I don't. I don't want that about. attorney making up. Uh, try. See, the thing is, is that I, I feel like the attorney would also have to go deep into their imagination to find slander and defamation. However. This imaginary world that's, that we that we're building here, mm. it's a dangerous place, and I don't want to lose my imaginary Benjamins either. <laughs> yeah, for all the money we can pay for that. <laughs> you understand? Shut them down. Does anyone understand that we make absolutely zero dollars? She, I think they don't. They still. <laughs> they, to do they this think day we're rich think off this podcast? That we're I'm literally using making. Reverse. I'm losing money right now. I yeah. could be doing something that actually <laughs> makes money. This podcast is not it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's believe me, we will be demonstrating a loss. <laughs> and do us, and if you could, do us, do us all a favor, and never listen to this show again this show is clearly not for you we don't want you there if this if if you're yeah. it's all because you can't take a joke you know what the weird thing is mike if i own a fucking company that sold jesus crosses and you guys came on and were like ah what, what is this uh you know bear the cross uh limited company that this guy said what do they sell dildos I would be like, wait, what? Why would you think that? That's weird. That's and a I weird laugh thing about it. Yeah, and, and but I, that's that's all. Yeah, you would that, think like, I'm the one with the problem for. Yeah. Well, you're the right. one with the problem. You're the one that thought about wooden dildos. You made that shit up, not me. I think I think Dave made it up. But either way, right? Like it's it's just I'm thinking, what is like? I just you're on a show. It's like going to a comedy show and getting you you sit in the first fucking row and ex expecting nobody's not not expecting anybody. 
You know, we went to see. You get offended um, at a comedy show. Yeah. Uh, what was and her name? Seen, I, love those, I love those clips um, where literally there's like Karens in the audience that get mad at a woman joke or something like yes. that. And like, dude, what did you think you were going to? Yeah. A press conference? So, you know, you know, Lisa Lampanelli. She's an older comedian now. Oh, that, I, I do know the name. Yes. Yes. So if, if anybody knows who Lisa Lampanelli is, she is a, we'll say somewhat crass, <laughs> tell it as it is, um, uh, comedian. She came on in the 90s. Uh, she came to Detroit and Drew and Mike uh, had had her on. And I was like. This girl, like, it was, it was very, like, it was vulgar, but it was radio vulgar, right? They couldn't do, all, like, what she normally does. And she was a new, new newer comedian. And so uh, I told Joyce, I said, hey, let's go, let's go to that show. I mean, that was really off the wall. We never do stuff like that. We go to the show, and she, she really did deliver. <clears throat> she was very offensive to every, every, <laughs> it didn't matter what you were, who you were, or anything else. And it was, it was great fun. And um, but she, it was small enough. It, uh, it was just a very, very small club. I mean, so small that she just stood there at the doorway as we were going out and shook everybody's hand. That's how oh, small wow. it was. Dang. Yeah. Okay. I told you she was new, and so um, she sees us, looks at Joyce, and she's like, "How the fuck did I not see you?" Like, because she would have just completely hammered out. And we just started busting out laughing because she just tore everybody up. You know what I mean? It's so so, funny, dude, because like how many Asian jokes have I made? Oh, they're so good. About your wife. Like, I, it's ridiculous. Or or, or retarded jokes. (laughs) I mean, dude, it's. uh, We used to make cancer jokes. Yeah. I mean, because my wife. Man. I mean, come on. It's she definitely uh, deserves it. She's that's why she's the diversity team. Yeah, exactly. It's what makes her so diverse. She's got experience <laughs> in everything. Yeah, clearly, including wooden dildos, probably. <laughs> but I ha- I cannot confirm. <laughs> I I can neither. I can't. I can't even confirm it. She won't let me anywhere near. All that I'm room. saying is I've never seen them in the same room together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she won't let me anywhere near that room, so I don't know either. <laughs> The whole wing of our house. So. <laughs> There's two rooms. I bought this place. I've never even been in there. There's two rooms I've never even fucking seen, man. <laughs> so thus, uh, thus you hear I the hope. anvil, anvil striking it. There's <laughs> 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 a grinding like sound. A low like, orange glow. You knock on the door. And she just opens door. it up and the, lifts the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that an Iron Maiden? <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> These chassis belts are going to make themselves. Oh All right. You know, um, they did evoke my Christian faith. So I, I, I don't know. We'll That's see. true. You're I finished will, in this time. I will repent. So You're that is my apology. Again. I, I, I am sorry that it, we have an imagination and a sense of humor. And we will and correct. Kind of sorry for all the, the attention you're probably going to get from all the millions of fans here. We linked to your show on the screen. Uh, said the name. They can go get your soaps because that's what you make. You make soaps. Soap. Soapies. All kinds of soaps. Lots of positive reviews. 
So go buy. It actually did have a lot of positive reviews. I know. I know. <laughs> go buy MK Lone Star handcrafted soaps. Don't send her any messages unless about they're of, wooden dildos. Unless they're of love. Not loving the wooden dildo. No, no. Of love. Just happy. And lotions. Yes. Thank you for reminding yes. me, Teresa. And, and lotions. And don't ever listen to our fucking show again. Yes, we're sorry. Very sorry. Good Lord. To any legal team listening, we are sorry. I apologize profusely, <laughs> genuinely, significantly. I lost so much sleep that my hair fell out. Yes. <laughs> Our slanderous and defamationous My tongue is like venom. Words are unacceptable. Venom, Mike. <laughs> And we don't want any of that smoke. Dude, our show, we've been recording for 39 minutes and we've only scratched the surface of the dildo controversy of 2022. <laughs> we only <laughs> merely scratched the surface. Okay, we got to get into some we got to get into some law enforcement related news. We got to really do this. All right, I'm ready. <clears throat> Are we starting now? Like I don't know how to even know how to do this now. <clears throat> yeah. Trying to trying to do this without any sense of humor. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm glad Imperial, Imperial Girl said the apology sounded heartfelt, so I, I hope that that came through. I really want the sincerity to bleed through. Bloody. It'd be all bloody. All right. So, do you want to go first, or do you want me to? No, you can go ahead. I haven't even pulled up an article. I figured you're just going to start <laughs> hammering away at this. And There's a bunch. Uh, do you want to go? Do you want to go quick and easy or no. do you want to slow maybe dive into a deep topic here? I like to dive deep. All right. Really deep. Uh dilly deep. Here we go. <laughs> Where online hate speech can bring the police to your door. This is a New York Times Ooh. article. Battling far right the sub the subtitle is Battling Far Right Extremism. Germany has gone further than any other Western democracy to prosecute individuals for what they say online, testing the limits of free speech on the internet. And I, I don't have the clip handy, but there is a clip on on my uh, Instagram, a reel, and it, it is in the UK of someone, cops coming to investigate uh, online like hate speech or intimidation from somebody. And this is a, along those lines. Uh, the article is from September 23rd, so yesterday. When the police pounded the door before dawn at a home in northwest Germany, a bleary-eyed young man in his boxer shorts answered, don't know why what he's wearing has anything to do with this. The officers asked for his father. This <laughs> this, this article is by like, what were you wearing? Ooh, boxer shorts, yeah. Um, the officers asked for his father, who is at work. They told him that his 51-year-old father was accused of violating laws against online hate speech, insults, and misinformation. Wow. He had shared an image on Facebook with an inflammatory statement about immigration falsely attributed to a German politician. The, the quote on the meme was, just because someone rapes, robs, or is a serious criminal isn't a reason for deportation. <laughs> um, oh, my God. The fake remark said the police then scoured the home for 30 minutes, seizing a laptop and tablet as evidence. Wow. At that exact moment in March, a similar scene was playing out about 100 other homes across Germany, part of a coordinated nationwide crackdown 
That continues to this day. After sharing images circulating on Facebook that carried a fake statement, the perpetrators had devices confiscated and some were fined. We're making it clear, federal criminal police officer said, we are making it clear that anyone who posts hate messages must expect the police to be at the front door afterward. That must. Is H- Holber Munch. Must. Munch. What, what the, article the, is this from? Where, do we know? It's from the New York Times. God damn it, really? Yeah. Hate speech, extremism, misogyny, and misinformation are well-known byproducts of the internet, but the people behind the most toxic online behavior typically avoid any personal major real-world consequences. Most Western democracies like the U.S. have avoided policing the internet because of free speech rights. Oh, well, you don't say. Leaving a sea of slurs, targeted harassment, and tweets telling public figures they'd be better off dead. At most, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter removes a post or suspends their account. But after over the several past several years, Germany has forged another path, criminally prosecuting people for online hate speech. So, I I mean, the article is long, and it and it goes on from there. But just in principle. Good Lord, they is this just in German, Germany's blood? Is this in just in, ingrained in Germany's blood? Is it a blood genetic issue this? in Germany? <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Did we not learn the first fucking time? Like, we will move the wheels time. of justice? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. What if like they changed their, um, and they started changing like their hand waves to be like, like, <laughs> The extended arm, freaking the Heil handshake, you know, like the start is getting all weird with it. Dude, seriously, are these, is it in their DNA to just Dude. continue to repeat the past? How how far do you think we're off, we're off from that? The reason that I brought this up is, A, there was literally cops, law enforcement, in f- going knocking on... I can't even imagine what kind of frame of mind someone has to be in to go knock on someone's door over a meme mm-hmm. and confiscate their property as evidence and seek to prosecute them it's that's crazy dude crazy it's, but we see this I, I feel like the seeds of that are planted here in our American culture and I'm very concerned uh, I mean how how far off do, do you think that you'll see in your lifetime things like that happening here? Or do you think we'll be able to av- uh, avoid this? I, I'd like to think no. Um, the well, I'd ones, like to think that too, but. Yeah, I know. So the one thing that I have noticed in policing, so I started in very late 90s. And uh, as we all know, I retired recently. So I've, I've, I've done my time through kind of like this weird generational um, changeover Uh, and you kind of like when you're on for that long you see like there's a lot of the old school guys leaving um, and then like it's the mid guys leave and then you leave like and then but but as that's as these guys are leaving the new people are coming in Mm -hmm. and what I have noticed through that is that the new officers that are coming in are a very different breed and I don't mean that in a a good or bad way because there is some very good young police officers. And I don't know if maybe just being an older guy and an older police officer, we all think that way. It doesn't matter if it was in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. Um, but 
if you're going to do something like that, it has to start with the new officers, with your young officers, because they're more eager to please. They are they are easier, uh, more easily trained into thinking certain ways, uh, and younger people are usually a little more selfish with their own um, rights. Meaning, if I tell you, it, I could, I probably could teach a younger officer that it's okay if they are able to carry a firearm, but not okay if a citizen does it. Mm-hmm. Easier than somebody who's fifty or sixty. Years old, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying they're stupid. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying that when you're younger, you're more impressionable. Impressionable. Uh, mm-hmm. Even even into your twenties, because you are still learning about life. You have uh, zero wisdom at that point. Even into your twenties, you have not not a lot of wisdom. And so, if it's going to happen, it's going to absolutely start with the younger ones. And yeah. and but again, that's how anything starts, and that's how it becomes a generational thing. So, man, it's just crazy that. The, the snapback from the wall being torn down and the celebration of freedom yeah. in, in all of Germany. <laughs> and then now this, this is happening. It's like, wow. Yeah. And they say we're like a generation behind Europe, basically. In terms of like cultural trends, we tend to be a little less than a generation behind. So it's like, man, but but in the age of the internet, I think that that speeds things up too. Yeah, And greatly. so, man, I, I, I sure hope to, to not see something like that showing up. It's already bad enough that they do censor um, and they do falsely say things are false information. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, the constitution is something that you know, I, I thought about doing like a man on the street video and I've seen things like before. You never know how much the man on the street videos are edited when they go out right. and ask. But this this season, I wanted to ask some high school seniors that were graduating and maybe I'll do it next year, like as a, a little random video segment, but asking seniors that are graduating, all right, what are the three branches of government? <laughs> yeah. Uh what 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 when did the civil war happen what was it over i wanted that like who who was who was who are the good guys and who are the bad guys in world war 2 like i wanted to just like ask these basic fundamental major world shift questions yeah. and see what they what they know but i don't i don't think that they know much about anything i feel like there's a lot that they just don't understand yeah about I, I th- how the world works how but you're going to get that works. Here's here's one of the problems for me, Mike, is that uh, I think Daniel B. is right. They they do need to read the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, both hugely important. But even even as a young person, uh, I, I suppose even today, if I uh, hadn't kind of engrossed myself in, in it a while back, reading the Constitution and the Bill of Rights actually is not an easy read. It's it's just it's not in sure, plain but it's not long either. American English and well, it's it is and it's not. Again, if you were to read the Constitution for uh, just word for word, it's kind of like reading um, uh, the Bible. 
there are different versions of the Bible, right? There's try to re, trying to read the King James Bible uh, is not the, the easiest thing. Trying to read the the Greek translation, the literal Greek translation or Hebrew, well, it's going to be impossible is, without is, learning it. It's <laughs> yeah. very difficult. Um, so I have I have a book that's set up, and it it has the um, words for like the Hebrew and the and the Greek. Mm-hmm. And it's the word for word. So it's backwards. It's upside down. It's right. none of it. It's very hard to read. And I believe that the Constitution will come across like that uh, for certain people. So I get that it could be hard to read. But this is a problem that we have um, all across our country. And mm-hmm. one of the biggest issues I have with that is that we don't teach that in school. We don't have yeah. a Constitution class that makes yeah. that that is that shows in, in helps people be able to read and understand the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and other very important documents. Yeah, well, the other thing that we lack, what we're missing from classical education, I think, to prevent situations like this is um, in the the classical education system, you had uh, logic and rhetoric. You had to be reasoning, basically. Right. You learned the fundamentals of communicating and defending a thought um, and doing so objectively. You you wanted to persuade people. Obviously, emotions are involved because you're trying to persuade people to your perspective. Right. But uh, uh, Drew Breesy did put a, yeah, he put a, how to win a debate like uh, on the Failure to Stop channel. And so go check that out, guys, for sure, um, which I saw that last night. I didn't even know that that got uploaded. And I'm like, oh, wait. Look at this. I saw that this morning, literally, when I was looking at her YouTube channel. I was like, oh, Drew uploaded a video. Cool. Let's do it. Uh, well, look, even Imperial Girl says that she's uh, spent weeks in social studies. I'm assuming that Imperial Girl is a girl. Um, <laughs> Supposedly. Uh, yes. Um, uh, going through the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and granted, that was in the 80s. I can tell you that none of my kids, from any experience that I have, no, have ever brought home any that. constitution homework home or anything yeah. like that. Nothing. Nope. So that was one of the first things to disappear. You would, you would think that like going into, well, back in the day, junior high, but even now an entering freshman would be sitting down in their civics class and be given a copy of the constitution. Yeah. <laughs> like this would be like a little hand, you know, the little pocket constitution. Like here yes. you go. You know, like, and that would be one of the first things that you would cover in civics class. You would think, right? Um, that would that would be a really smart way to make sure that the people in your country. Now, I, I this is a whole other conversation. I think that the public education system is rooted in Marxism. I think the whole concept Absolutely. came it came from we are our public education system literally was inspired by Russia. So the whole system, I think, fails. I. Our, our education system is whack. I would, I'm so grateful. Now I wasn't in a position um, to afford to send my kids to all private schools. We did a mix of homeschooling and some charter schools. So my kids all were homeschooled at different points. Right. Um, and I think that I'm really grateful that they had those, those moments too um, so that we were able to have a say in their education, a, a, a better, stronger say. But I would, I would completely have never put my kids in public school. Um, at all, knowing what yeah. I know now, I would never have done it ever. And I think that your stats are pretty good because only two of your kids are in prison now, which is good. Fifty-fifty these days is not a bad, yeah. not a bad thing. 
Yeah. It's, about, it's about, about the same odds as a business coming onto our, our show and feeling good about it. <laughs> Look, Salamander's bragging. AP history and honors government. God. I, was, I, I didn't barely even pass high school. <laughs> Braggard. I'd be in AP classes if I told my professors I was showering too. <laughs> Bluetooth. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, I just thought that was a, a an interesting conversation about very where, very nineteen eighty four. Yeah, I don't know I if mean, you remember. Nobody that yeah. I worked with. I mean, there are certainly some younger cops, like like you brought up. They're more impressionable. They're still kind of. They still are. They're coming into the job without real opinions formed about a lot of things in life. Yes, you know they still absolutely. they still are sort of like, um, the the connections haven't been you know welded in their mind on certain issues, and I think that that's true. I think that's true consistently across like early twenties, but st- the 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 cops that I worked with, I, I just I I couldn't see any I I. I I can't see any of them having having a call come out to where there was a there was a report of, of hate speech and you got to go knock on the door like what <laughs> I'm not doing that right you know like but that I mean it's not a law here apparently they've no. got some type of law on the books in Germany but then you'd have to decide as a German police officer is am I okay with this in principle like as a as an individual do I value this ideology you know. I love how this this and this the law probably came in effect in like 1938 or 1939 about the time that Hitler came, Hitler came in to, yeah. to office. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> awesome. So this 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 absolutely reminds me of 1984. And guys and girls, if you have not read the book 1984, do it. If you are not a book, you'll person, feel like you're reading the book 2022. Yes. If if you if you do not read books, uh, there is a movie. Uh, British actors, I, I I forgot. There's one you you know one of the actors in there from I think it's actually 1984 that it was released, and I saw it on Amazon. I think it was on Amazon Prime, so maybe it's still there. So hmm. if you're not a book reader, watch that movie. It's absolutely like spot on. The book. There is a. I remember. There's a, a scene in the book. There is in the, in the movie too, where this. I wonder how many neighbor, high schools still cover that. <clears throat> yeah, and that's a good question because they, they, I, I they read ought to be school. identifying. I don't remember <laughs> reading it, <clears throat> but this there was a, a an opportunity where this guy, like uh, for the main character, has a neighbor, and the neighbor and there n- nobody has anything there. So, like I said, I'm not going to get too much into it, but it's. The the neighbor is all in. So basically you have this crazy like made up government utopia that is not a utopia. Think uh, think North Korea, you know, but they think that it is and they're always at war. It doesn't matter. So but this neighbor is like all in with the government, loves the government, doesn't matter that the government is horrible uh, and just keeps everybody down. And he comes in, he's happy every fucking day. He's happy, smiling, he can't wait. He's, hey, how are you? Oh, I heard that chocolate's down 30%. Well, it's not down 30%, they just say it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't exist like that. And so there comes a point where they're in prison, and uh, that dude's in prison. And you're thinking, God, he would be like the last person to be in prison. But it turns out that his kid or something had his, his little boy, who's like, 
five, Hedek had dreamed that he was against the government, that his dad was against the government and reported it. And he ended up, so the dad ends up, that guy ends up in prison and basically blames himself for it. Like, well, yeah, I mean, if he had the dream, then I I must be, you know what I mean? And so it's just so, this is, this is mind numbing here, but maybe we aren't that far off, man. Maybe we aren't that far off. Ugh, weird to think about. Yeah. Speaking of my, I mean, speaking of my Christian faith, there's a lot of perspectives, a lot of, crazy enough there's there's different perspectives one is more of a of a pessimistic view of of history that will unfold that says things are going to keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and then the end mm. and there's there's another perspective which i actually am inclined to put myself in the camp of which is optimistic that there's there's kind of like um I think the way that the New Testament described it is birth pangs, right? Like the that this the kingdom, like this this idea and rule and reign of Jesus comes about and there'll be there'll be more intense moments of of persecution and difficulty and then it recedes and then it increases and then it recedes, but eventually then the kingdom is is comes forth, you know, in its in its fullness. So I think that there's a more optimistic view in my mind of what will happen. And I think we'll see difficulties, but I think overall what what we're experiencing here, we we tend to also be pretty uh singularly focused on our own culture, but right now in many African countries and many Central and South American countries, like there is a resurgence of individual responsibility and Christian values, and there are great, amazing things happening in culture in a lot of places that we just don't care enough to pay attention to because we tend to be focused on what we're experiencing and what What? we're going through. So uh, there's a lot. Yeah, maybe. I I, I do look at that, though, as you look at it with an optimist, uh, with an optometrist uh, scope of things. (laughs) Yeah. But let's let's talk about this, though, is that as think about 200 years ago regarding Christianity. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's hard to say because I think that uh, those the camp that thinks that things are going to get worse and worse and worse until Christ comes. I, I don't know if I disagree with that. I think that there's other times where we find ourselves in a new normal generationally that uh, that I we don't that realize it, it is. But but it's true, right? Because if if I have a if I break my leg today, and I'm in a cast for a year, I have uh, three surgeries, four surgeries on it, um, and the doctor says, "Look, you're just never. It's never going to be right." And and sure as hell, it's never right for the, the re- remainder of my time on Earth. At some point, I have to have what we call a new normal, right? I mean, it, in in the it's it's just a headspace, I suppose. But I I, I don't have I can't go back. This is my yeah. new normal now. This has to be normal. I can't. I can't call this non-normal mm-hmm. because otherwise I would be a victim. I think that you you can't just. Oh man, I'm going to limp like this. I'm going to cry all day long. And no, you have to. It, it has to become your the new who you are. The part the part of you that that continues to move on. So that's why I use that word. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, but generationally, I think that that's kind of how we do it. And maybe that's what they're talking about is that in 200 years from now. 
uh, things were going to be very, very different, Christian, Christian-wise, right? Mm-hmm. More than likely. Will that be better or worse? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel B., there's, we, we could have a whole conversation about uh, the Bible stuff. Uh, unless, of course, my wooden dildo imagination is too unchristian for you. Yes. Which I understand if you never want to talk to me again. And I apologize to any attorneys listening to your Christian about my imagination. About Dave's imagination. I keep taking responsibility for Dave's stupid wooden dildo thoughts. And so you should. You know, I'm not smart enough to take accountability for anything. <laughs> you somehow walk away <laughs> scot-free. <laughs> and everyone right. loves me. They're patting me on the back. They're like, good job, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, good news out of Tennessee. All right. Out of Memphis. Police story-wise. I can only imagine what you're going to say. <laughs> no, Seriously. Uh, the police helped to actually shut down a drag show oh, that was yes. an all-ages thing. I started seeing like the police kind of gathering people up and, and moving them out, which I think is super, super wise. There's been a lot going on with um, out of like Idaho, for example, and I shared this on social media last week or this this past week, Idaho their school dis- the, the schools have been buying yes. materials from a nonprofit on um I don't know there's there's a term for it but basically something something along the lines with like pornography yeah. where where it is it is normalizing teaching elementary through K like curriculum for for normalizing pornography for kids so this whole thing, this whole world, and I I know that there are people out there that go enjoy adult drag shows, and you're also disgusting. Um, so I don't even care. Like go do go do your fucking thing. I don't but, fucking care. But leave when you start when you start distorting those things for kids. I, I definitely think this is a problem again. But the family-friendly drag show scheduled in Memphis, Memphis Museum of Science and History was canceled moments before it started at the Pink Palace Museum. Ridiculous. There were a handful of protesters with signs, one man with a bullhorn. Um, apparently, when it became... When, when authorities became aware or people became aware that this was not just an adult thing, this was all ages, that's when people got upset. Um, it's particularly disappointing, said a young woman from out of state who came to Memphis to see the show. I feel like when we do these things, it cancels, it invigorates these groups to continue to the work that they're doing to intimidate people. <laughs> wow. uh, it was supposed to be a grand culmination of a family-friendly show. Um, Susan Gray says it's child abuse. I don't care who does it. It's wrong. This is nudity, sex acts, and simulated sex acts, and it's wrong, and it's hurtful. Uh, the MPD lieutenant in charge of the scene told her, we're not telling people to leave. We're telling people to exit the parking lot. It was not our decision to shut the museum down. Um, there's an entire exhibit, um, somebody who was part of the show. There's an entire exhibit in there about the history of police removing queer people from spaces oh, of a country that doesn't want us to exist, of a culture that doesn't want us to exist. Okay, see, this now you're conflating just, things. Oh Nobody God, says yes. you can't exist. We're saying you can't simulate 
sex in front of kids, you freaking pervert. And I'm glad the police actually didn't say, well, we don't want to get in the middle of this. They actually did their jobs. Yeah. And <laughs> when it was canceled and they needed people to move on, they did it. That's unbelievable. Again, this comes back to the whole idea of pushing something on another human being, right? And yeah. we've talked about this before time and time again. How would it be then if, well, what about this, Mike? What if I wanted to push <laughs> the Constitution down a liberal child's throat? Huh? Yeah. They'd be uh, up in arms. Yeah. See? But no, no, I would just argue the same thing, you know? No, it's you silly, don't want right? something it, pushed down. I, mean, I use is, that in jest, but you clearly see this how, is how the that blindness. works both ways. Imagine, imagine uh, the news breaking that Idaho had purchased a Christian sexuality curriculum to be dispersed to all kids K through you know K through yeah. twelve. People would freak out. Well, they, we don't even out have to wonder. Minds. It happened in Florida, right? Hey guys, calm minds. down. Stop talking about sex and gender identity to kindergartners through third grade. Just stop it. And then they freaked out. So we don't have to wonder what would happen. We know what would happen if you stop allowing teachers who are supposed to teach my kids how to read, how to write, and how to do arithmetic. My te- None of my kids' teachers are to teach them about sexuality. None of them. Literally none of them. None. Zero. Exactly zero. You're going to teach one? my kids reading, writing, and arithmetic. Biology. You're supposed to teach them these topics that at the at the core are those three categories and it'd be awesome if somebody taught logic and reasoning and rhetoric and debate more prevalent than it was like it like it was in the past but you're not supposed to teach my kids about sex let alone my kindergartner yeah. i i you know i'm i'm down there having conversations this morning with my grandkids and my daughter uh, granddaughters in kindergarten right now and I, I i actually thought about this this morning i'm like oh my gosh dude this curriculum this curriculum and uh, reading with reading with drag queens and stuff like that to elementary age kids, I'm like, I would lose. I'm like, oh my gosh, this young impressionable five year old. I'm like, I can't believe that anybody thinks introducing the topic of sexuality to kids in kindergarten is remotely a good idea or that they have any concept of what a pronoun is or their own gender identity that yeah. I mean it is I, I'm only left with one conclusion that is just absolute evil that's what it is it's evil it's not it's it is so terrible I can't believe it <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous I, I it, it boggles my mind the same way I mean I think we're <laughs> I think we're in the same camp on this one by case you know I, I I don't I don't even know I don't even know where you start with something like that, honestly. Um, again, it's not its not the specific thing. See, every, everybody wants to break it down to the individual. Oh, you just hate trans people. You just hate drag queens. You hate this. You hate that. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. What we're saying is concepts, certain concepts should not be addressed to children. And it doesn't matter what it is, you know? So... I have to I have to follow that line of I don't want somebody to push something on my kids and I don't want something pushed on other kids either. Let families, uh, churches, devil worship churches, whatever, do that themselves, whatever that's it is going to be. And we'll just sort it out in the end. But 
my a school is not a place to to teach that kind of stuff. It's just not. That's why I said it goes. It works both ways. It's not called a slippery slope anymore. It just works both ways. Mm-hmm. You know. So I I can't say <sighs> I can't say that it's okay for them to do um, to push sexuality on on my children, but then. And then turn around and say that it's okay if they push certain other agendas either, because it's all about governments or politics anyway, and and how they want to deal, how they kind of want to control. This is going to sound like a conspiracy theorist, like <laughs> Mr. Jones, um, and and just but but it's to to a smi- to twist minds, right? That start early, sure. you have to start early, uh, in order to have kids raised up a certain way, and the government can't wait to try to do that. They can't wait; they're excited yeah. about it. Absolutely. Anyway, I went deep on those stories about a, a little bit of conceptual principles and whatever. But you have another one. I've got more. Yeah, do, you can do another one. Because I was going to say I, I'd like to do this tomorrow or next next Saturday. Is I have a pretty long article. Uh, Elijah and I talked about it, uh, and then we talked uh, briefly about this the week after that about like child exploitation. Mm-hmm. And and things of that nature, and how trafficking comes about and stuff. And I wanted to actually kind of dive into. I found an article that was so fascinating that kind of goes to the opposite direction of how we push the idea of uh, trafficking and prostitution. And mm-hmm. I wanted to read that, but it's going to be a very a longer article. And I wanted to be able to try to tear that apart with you next week. If we're able to do that, but I sure. think it's going to take a while to do because I think and I think Elijah would if Elijah can even wake up on time. Right. Let's be honest. That's what he's doing. He's fucking sleeping in his fucking ghost bed, having a having a having a stroke, a sleep stroke. This seems like a great morning for a wooden dilly. <laughs> Doesn't even get out of Darling, bed. Darling, you know? where did you put my wooden dilly? <laughs> That's Elijah. It's in the bathroom. Actual audio. <laughs> <laughs> So, but that's what I'd like to do. So I was like, hey, you know, you should be reading some articles now because you actually have several good articles. Um, I have articles too. I mean, I mean, there's no shortage. But like I said, next week I'd like to focus more on kind of prostitution, trafficking, and things of that nature, and see if we can't can't actually come. Let's let's solve it. I say, I say we it. just solve it next week. We're solving human trafficking next week, guys. Yeah. So, so tune yeah. in. So listen up. So well, go, ahead. go ahead. What else you got? Uh, another one. This is uh, interesting. I did get this off Police Tribune. Video shows parents fighting police outside Texas high school after false shooter report. San Antonio. Hmm. Violent chaos erupted between parents and police in front of Jefferson High School in San Antonio on Monday after false reports of a school's shooting forced officials to lock down the campus. Jefferson High School was put into lockdown after the district received a call threatening a school shooting while officers investigated and cleared the building. We received an anonymous call through SAPD about 12.59 or 1.03 p.m. What? Oh, good <laughs> Lord. Here we go again. San Antonio Independent School District Police Chief Johnny Reyes explained later at a press conference. Officials asked parents not to go try to remove their children from the school while it was in lockdown, but the recent catastrophes at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde caused many parents to disregard the instructions and rush to campus. Videos posted to social media show parents fighting with officers who were trying to keep them from entering the building to retrieve their students and there are there's several videos on this article one of the men involved in the brawl police had to be transported to the hospital with an injury after he broke a window of the building with a foot-long knife police said he cut his wrist badly trying to break into the school 
This <laughs> law enforcement has fuck? been severely criticized for its handling of the Uvalde Elementary School shooting, uh, but on September 19th, 2029, SAISD police officers and 58 San Antonio police officers were on the scene trying to clear the building and keep students and staff safe when hundreds of hysterical parents began to swarming the building. And this is exactly why we had said before, you can't, you can't just let hundreds of people go into the active shooter situation. It's ridiculous. You can't do that. It's it's mass chaos and it creates more risk than reward. Yeah, it's and uh, ridiculous. So now I guess this is the new thing because this isn't the only time this has happened since Uvalde. There's been uh, a few other like false reports or um, people in possession of a weapon that never executed on any plans or anything they were just armed and dealing with that at schools where parents are now fighting with the police when they're trying to control the flow of the scene and uh so this is like a thing now you know mm. i guess I, I i don't know man i i get it we all want to save our kids i get it that there are things that are done very well regarding police departments and how they clear large areas like that. And there are some, there's definitely mistakes that are made, but you can't think that you're doing fucking better by going into a place where there's already 30, 40 police officers on high alert and think that you're just going to go in and retrieve your fucking kid. It just doesn't work that way. So I don't, I don't, I just, I'm, I'm baffled by this. I'm I'm completely baffled because, you know, this is what's going to have to start happening now is that police uh, are going to have to refocus their training Mm -hmm. on crowd control over over this (laughs) over tactical entries. It's uh, you know what I mean? And that's that's not good. So just so everybody knows, that's not a good thing because we only get so much training time. There's only so much training budget and there's only so many so many officers that are willing to learn crowd control and things of that nature because we have there are certain teams out there that can be assembled yeah. but it all it's all resources you're taking resources from entering a building and and keeping them outside trying to keep you from going in it makes no sense to me yep that's the that's the new normal you're talking about there you go yeah <laughs> there you go you're right I hate that um, word. I hate that phrase but yes, no so do I especially <laughs> since I heard Gretchen Whitmer say it for two years oh god um, all right we can call this maybe maybe the last one. I don't know. We'll see. Sure. Atlanta wants to build a massive police training facility in a forest. Neighbors are fighting to stop it. <laughs> Can't imagine. This is from CNN. Because uh, I am objective. Edition. I am objective like that. You sure are. You this was published. Been. This is so hot off the presses, guys. This is from 4.05 this morning. And that's... Damn. That's I just want you to know press, that is bro. the cutting edge nature of this show. Um we're on it. Yeah. You know, I was up at 4 a.m. 4 waiting for this to come out. All right. <laughs> I'm the ticker. When Ram moved to the, well, that's an interesting name. That's her last name, I guess. When Ram moved to the Boulder Walk neighborhood just southeast of Atlanta five years ago, it felt like finding a hidden gem. It was a diverse, affordable, and family-friendly community just steps oh. away from the local high school, bordering a forest, but still a short drive from the big city. Perfect for her family of five. But she hasn't been able to get used to hearing the daily sprays of gunfire. When I first moved here, it increased my anxiety. Ram, who did not want her full name used due to privacy concerns, said, 
it messed up my nerves. What if the her phone sound was Rammy? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sound comes from nearby Atlanta police firing range. It's unnerving. Residents from several nearby neighborhoods told CNN. Worse, they worry. It's just a glimpse into what could come when local officials begin building a massive police and fire training center in their backyards. I absolutely want police to be well-trained, said Joe Santifer, who lives in another neighborhood roughly a mile away. But if they're not being good neighbors now, what will give us the confidence that they'll be good neighbors in the future? Wait, what? Yeah, you heard it. The expected 90 million 85 acre center announced and approved by the city of Atlanta last year will include a shooting range, mock city, and burn building, among other facilities. The Atlanta Police Foundation says the center is needed to help boost morale and recruit efforts, recruiting efforts, and previous facilities from law enforcement uh, has used our substandard while fire officials now train in, quote, borrowed facilities. So this is going to be more like not just a police thing. This is a public safety thing. They're putting mm. burn buildings in and, you know, modern training facilities, basically. Yeah. But the plan has been met with fierce resistance from a community still reeling from really? months-long demonstrations protesting police brutality and racial injustice. Oh, so they um, for don't others, want the training or they do want the training? For others, the facility poses environmental concerns at a time when, de- when the deadly what? impacts of climate change have become hard to ignore. The training center would carve out a chunk of forest. Oh, God. I don't know if I can keep going. This this no. really this really took a turn, dude. No. Um, Atlanta and then Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms were in the national spotlight in 2020 as protests erupted across the country over police killings of black people. Wait, why are we Ray going Shard there? I thought Brooks. we were talking about forests. Yeah. Are we not there uh, anymore? Don't you understand that cutting down trees to help public safety get better training that people <laughs> demand that they get is racist? Don't you understand that? Hey, let me tell you, I see both sides of this. I wouldn't cool. want a fucking firing range outside my fucking house. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I mean, let's be honest. I wouldn't want that shit either. Um, but, you know, other other than that, I mean, I've, clearly, I think everybody should be in support of uh, better training for fire and, and police. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I would be pissed, too, though. Drew's I mean, if, furious right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if, if you were to build a fucking firing range uh, next to my I house could see that, three years hey, after I bought it, I'd be like, what the fuck? I'll tell you this, though. Hey, that's something you have to consider when you're buying a house. Who could buy near me? What what what? Where am I moving that somebody could buy something and then my backyard is now their front yard or their backyard or whatever? I mean, you have to take that into consideration. Yeah. So all is fair in love and property. You know what I'm saying? It, like, it is. And I'll tell you, uh, when I was looking for my house. When, when I was looking, I would see like, oh, this dude, the, this would be beautiful. Um, the backyard is is gorgeous. It's all un like it's all trees and forests and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then what I did was I started looking into the possibility that there would be builders that would come in and all that stuff. And so I started looking on maps, and and you could see like I was like, oh, well, that would last two years. There's a fucking developer already developing land behind it, my <laughs> right. fucking backyard. You just have to look into that stuff. So yep. yeah, I agree. Yep, gotta be gotta be wise, I guess, about that. But yeah, it's like you want to talk out of both sides of your mouth. We want the police to be better, but just not here. And then just make the article about uh, <laughs> and then, r- r- then racial injustice and, and bad policing. Yeah, and you know, I wanted to be trained, but dude, do they really have to cut down trees and build something to have a training facility? Can't they just like? I don't know. Train on the internet, like what yeah, do you? Can't what, they just like make land in a cloud? 
<laughs> Float what up did, to it. Where do you want them to train? In there, it, it, it's just it, it's mind numbing. And then and then they were I okay with their house just, being built. I guarantee you that it's uh it sure is sure is slanted to say like oh the killings of black people like Rayshard Brooks, which the officers were cleared of recently actually yeah. Yeah. recently. Uh, given their jobs back like you know like we were completely wrong it went through every years of investigation right and uh they tried everything they could to railroad those officers and in the end everyone up to the federal government had to admit (laughs) they were right in what they did yeah so it's uh it's pretty crazy man uh it's it's crazy So, Man, that's kind of a good, good one to, to go out on because now I'm thinking about my neighbors shooting guns off in the backyard now. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll start doing it. You should. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, man, we packed it full today, guys. We did. We packed it. Packed it real good. <laughs> packed it, but good. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, go get a ghost bed. That's all I got to say, really. Hell yeah. Do you and, still do uh, the, uh, the other one? Which other one? Founderscigarco.com? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Where is this? Founderscigarcode.com. Use the code WOLFPACK. So if you if you like cigars and you like a, to build a... Founderscigarco.com. Yep. Okay. Wolfpack. Use the code WOLFPACK. Wolfpack. Grab yourself a couple of sticks, invite some uh, friends over, and enjoy some good conversation. And have a sword fight. Yes. <laughs> packed in like a wooden dilly. Nope. You said packed. I sure it's, did, baby. It's, it's All right. Good. That's it. That's it for us. Till next week. Till next week. Breaking down human trafficking again. Solving it all. Solving it. There won't be any more after next Saturday. Well, maybe Monday when the show airs. Yeah, true. Maybe Tuesday by the time you listens to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe afterwards. Because our word never got out. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Because we got yeah. shut down by the attorneys. Yeah, yeah. If these attorneys get to us uh, for defamation and slander, we, we, I, we don't know how long we have, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. See you. Have a good one. We got to go take a piss. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs>